Blog Talk Radio. And welcome. Today is episode two, 2016, and I hope you are all doing well. I want to give you our phone line, and that number is 516-387-1936. And it is Get Into It with Tina Conroy. Hello, beautiful people. The chat room is open as well. And to go to the chat, go to my show, Get Into It with Tina Conroy on Blog Talk Radio. And then you can chat along with us. So meaning that you don't have to call in or if you're shy to radio, you can leave your messages there and leave any questions for us. So welcome, everybody. I am so excited for this second episode in a series of health and transformation. January and February, I am kicking off health and transformation, weight loss, health coaching, fitness, all things healthy. And I have a very, very special guest today. Before I get to our special guest, I hope all of you are doing well, and we are in a Mercury retrograde. Poor little Mercury gets a little bum rap, but if you're feeling the wraths of Mercury, just hang in there. They say to not start projects or anything new, and it's going to be sailing through, I think, around the 25th. I always say I'm not an astrologer, but I like to dabble in it. But if you're seeing some quirky things happening to computers, communication, travel plans, you might want to just give a little smile, hang on tight, ground yourself because of Mercury. Before we start the show, I would love to ground together as we center and ground. So if we could take a moment, go ahead and close your eyes, take a nice, long, deep breath in, and exhale away. Relax your shoulders. And feel and sense your body. Feel blessings for your body and blessings for all that is in this present moment. We surround this show with divine light, angels, spirit guides for support, guidance, and for all our intentions. As we intend to speak about and work with our physical body, our emotional body, and our spiritual body, so that we can be living to our full purpose in service to ourselves and to others. And I ask this always for the highest good, and so it is. I have a few things coming up, so I'd like to share with you before I bring Angela on. Every Friday, I will be doing card readings on Blab. 
30 minutes from 12 o'clock Eastern Time to 12.30, and that will be with my moderator, Andrea Santoro. January 27th, at the end of the month, I will be hosting Katherine Hansen. She wrote the book Brain Over Binge, and she's on now written her second book, The Recovery Guide to Brain Over Binge. It's a very interesting book. I read her book. It has changed my thinking, helped me with binging, and many, many others. So stay tuned for that. At Practice Body, Mind, Soul in Roslyn, I am hosting a Reiki 2 certification on January 24th and a Reiki 1 certification on February 13th. And you can contact me at my email at tinaconroy111 at gmail.com. And then lastly, I am hosting a Meltdown Challenge. So for people that want to get healthy in all areas, even including weight loss, and it doesn't have to be any part of any program, and that starts January 18th. It's a bigger program. It's not something that I actually host. It's something that I'm part of, and it's a lot of fun. So let me just get right into it with Angela. So I want to give you a little backstory. I'm not even sure Angela knows yet as she's waiting to come on. A couple of months back, maybe two months back, I had the pleasure of meeting Angela in cyberspace, in social media, in Blab, at a reading, one of the readings I did. And we just hit it off. She's a beautiful soul. It comes across just absolutely beautiful. And there was just a beautiful connection. And then the Christmas holidays came, and I was spending about five days in Manhattan. And as I was walking down the street, I noticed on the newsstand that there was a People magazine that said half their size. And I picked it up because I'm always interested in people that are transforming their lives. And as I'm leafing through it, I was so surprised that there was Angela. And I said to my husband, oh, my goodness, I, I know I know her. And, and he was so shocked saying, well, how do you know her? And I said, I met her on Blab. Now, let me tell you that my husband doesn't do any social media. I do every social media. I don't even think he knows what I was talking about. But he humored me and thought, well, that's cool. You know somebody in People Magazine. The next day came, and I'm still in Manhattan, and I'm flicking through the channels, which I rarely put on the television, but in a small hotel room, you know, just kind of biding time. And there she is on Good Morning America. So it was quite interesting. There were the signs, one after the other. I met this beautiful soul in cyberspace, in social media. There she is in People Magazine, telling her beautiful story. There she is in Good Morning America. I'm going to reach out to her, and I would love to have her on. So without any further ado, I am going to get Angela on the line. Hi, Angela. How are you? Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me okay? okay? Yes, I can. Good. Very good. So I am sure it has been a very exciting time for you since all of this has occurred. And uh, it's it's just, does it does it feel overwhelming? I guess we'll kind of start there just momentarily and then we'll, we'll go back. Yes. <laughs> it's actually... It's actually been very overwhelming. Um, I am an introvert by nature. Um, that's just that's just how I was created, and and I'm also a little battery person. 
So I require a lot of me time, a lot of quiet time. And um, so for a good few days, I would say probably about a good week, my phone was just going off. My social media was going crazy. Um, I had a lot of new friend requests, a lot of new group requests, um, a lot of people saying, oh, I saw you on TV, I saw you in the magazine. Oh, my God, I need, I need, I need, I need help, I need. And and I just laid on my bed, and that's where I wanted to be in the fetal position because it just felt very overwhelming. I, I don't think I was prepared for that. Right, because it just, everything seemed to happen so quickly at kind of the end of the year and then when did it when did it actually hit the newsstands when it was pretty much like December 29th or 30th I think it was Something about uh, that. it was the 29th December 29th and actually we kept asking during the shoot when the magazine was going to come out and they kept kind of um, running around the whole question oh we think sometime during the new year I had done my research though I think after the first day of shooting I went home, I did some research, and I saw that with past um, half-their-size participants in the issue that they generally did um, Good Morning America and they did the press um, usually at the end of December, right before the new year. And I thought, well, perhaps that was just for that time. I saw it uh, as a pattern for the past, like, two or three years, and I thought, well, maybe they're switching it up this year. Um, and because I had put that out of my mind, I wasn't expecting it. It wasn't until I spoke to Austin, um, who was um, who lost 166 pounds and was featured in the magazine as well, that he said, no, it's hitting tomorrow. It's hitting wow. these fans. And I thought, holy macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> holy macaroni is right, right? Yes. So let's go back a little bit, if you don't mind. And I'm sure you've, you've mm-hmm. told the story before, but it's it's a new new listeners, and I know so many people are excited, and they're they're logging in through my my switchboard. So I'm sure we'll have questions as well. Take us back, if you don't mind, to your story, to what from if you can you know go back to you know when you were a child. I know it sort of begins in childhood. Yes. Um... Uh, around eight years old, um, I started to just feel very sick, and the white of my eyes um, started to turn yellow, and my mother didn't know what was going on. We did some blood work. They really couldn't find anything. Um, they did notice that my inflammation markers in my liver were a little off, but they figured, well, that's probably because maybe um, she had... I think I just got over chicken pox or it was something like this. And said, oh, that's normal. Um, for the next two years, it was up and down in that cycle. Um, and then one day I just fell very ill, terrible stomach ache, um, fever, vomiting. And I was rushed to the ER. And um, I was in there for a few hours because they didn't know what to make of it. And so they ended up keeping me, and I was in isolation for a few weeks, actually. It felt like forever. I had no TV. I had no um, television, no radio. Uh, my mother brought me books. I was alone a lot, and they still didn't know what was wrong with me. They just knew that my body was fighting against my liver. Um, and I was 10 years old, and then I was moved to another hospital um, probably about a few weeks after that. And it was at that hospital 
where they diagnosed me with um, chronic active autoimmune hepatitis, where my body was fighting against my liver. And uh, the doctors came in one one evening, and it was in a team because they always come in teams, and they mm-hmm. said, you know, prepare for her funeral um, because it looks like we can't really do anything at this point to stop the inflammation. Um, and I was only... I was only a few weeks from turning 11, and so they estimated that I wouldn't live past 10, so I wouldn't live to my 11th birthday. And, yeah, so that's essentially childhood. That's how it went up until there came a point where they said, well, we made some leeway. Um, If she lives past 10, she won't live past 20. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And they... At, at that point, they were able. So, what was the change that did they find something, or that they were able to obviously help you with, you know, with the illness? Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was put on immunosuppressive drugs. Um, I was also on steroids, um, which aided in the immunosuppressive. Um, factors so that my body would, my immune system would not fight against my liver. Um, the steroids were very toxic, had so many side effects. I was definitely overweight because not only does it swell you up, um, but it makes you super duper hungry. Um, and you have all these extra side effects that leave you very depressed and in a lot of pain. And the only thing that you can do to really release that is to eat as well. And um, a few, I would say a few months after my diagnosis and release from the hospital and becoming an outpatient, my mother um, ended up becoming diagnosed with uh, lupus erythematosus, um, and she was hospitalized for a bit. Um, They also found that my twin sister um, also was diagnosed with um, autoimmune hepatitis. Hers had not triggered yet, so it was very passive and latent. Mm. Yeah. So all, so all this really, I mean, you really were battling uh, health at such a young age, and then seeing mm-hmm. it around you with with your. I didn't realize you had a twin sister with your with your twin sister and your mom. So it was a constant battle of just trying to feel good and just being. Mm-hmm you know, feeling okay in your body and feeling okay in your health. Yeah. And and then so as you as you got older, was it always just kind of fighting the illness or did that get better and then it turned into, you know, how did, I guess, I, the transition of, you know, going from 10 years old through, you know, teenage and adulthood? Well, you, when, mm-hmm. Yeah, did you find... Were you, did it, did it just was, I mean, you, you mentioned obviously a lot stems from the emotional part of the body, the, the emotions of being depressed and then, but feeding yourself with food to make yourself feel better. And then obviously having the, the drugs increase your appetite. So it was almost like everything was against you. Yes. Yes. Um, it, it had been an up and down for a long time. Um, at 18, my mother ended up passing away. Um, for a while, she um, worked on her own journey toward um, healing and health. 
she would constantly tell me about this natural health guru um, named Dr. Andrew Weil, and she bought some of his books. Um, And so after she passed, I was able to find uh, some of those books and really just uh, start my journey uh, slowly. And about four years ago, because it had been up and down over the years, so about four years ago, um, I had done a CAT scan, and I was on steroids, and um, my doctor had mentioned the results of the CAT scan and said, you know, I've done everything possible. I was on steroids for probably about two to three years at that point. Mm -hmm. And then he said, you know, your liver disease has progressed to cirrhosis. And so he put his head in his hands and he kind of wept. And as much as I I thought that I would be scared, I really wasn't because I thought, well, you know what? I've always gotten a lifeline. God has always granted me this lifeline. Um, And I know something else is going to come up again. So I'm just going to wait for it. So I waited for him to weep a little bit more. I patted him on the head and then he looked up at me. He said, well, you know, I think there may be something. And I thought, score, there it is, there it is. And he said, you know, there's this supplement called milk thistle, which I had heard of many times before. And he said, it's a potent form. It's called maximum milk thistle. But if anyone asks you, do not tell them that I recommended it to you Mm -hmm. or suggested it to you. Just tell them that you found it online during a search. And I said, okay, I'll do that. So I went home. Um, About two to three weeks later, um, I took it, I ordered it, I came back, I did some blood work, and I saw that my inflammation markers had lowered dramatically, and I was shocked. I was shocked. And at that point, I thought to myself, there's something to this. I have to ride these wheels until they, they come off. I have to go hard at this point because this is my life. I had read the stats when it came to um, how many people pass away waiting for a liver transplant, and I didn't want to be those people. And um, so I, I just went hard. I started researching supplements. I started researching um diet and food. I started watching documentaries like Forks Over Knives. I started reading. I found the books that my mother had bought from Dr. Andrew Weil, and I started um, reading some of those books. He has something called the Anti-Inflammatory Food Pyramid, which is where I began. Um, And then I, I also continued with Forks Over Knives, and I cut out dairy, and I cut out meat, and I adopted a uh, primarily plant-based diet. Um, couldn't cut out eggs, though, because I loved them so much. <laughs> and um, I watched Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. I mean, YouTubers. I just went hard in researching YouTubers that were um, making vegan dishes and juicing and blending and um, just, just so many different wellness um, experts and warriors um, because I, I just really wanted to live. My goal wasn't weight loss. My goal was health. And so that's what I primarily focused on. Um, Over the course of a year and a half, I dropped about 80 pounds with just diet and exercise. I hired a trainer. I had a few trainers. Um, I did yoga because um, at the end of 2008, going into the new year of 2009, I got hit by an SUV. Um, So that was a major setback um, on my healing journey. Um, And yoga helped very much with that. 
And so I dropped 80 pounds um, with just diet and exercise. And then my sister ended up having a baby. And after she delivered, they realized that her autoimmune condition triggered. And so her inflammation levels had skyrocketed and her immune system began fighting against her liver. And this had never happened to her previously. And so she was just very depressed. They put her on steroids. She had very high inflammation. I I don't remember seeing those um, inflammation markers since I was a child and since my liver, you know, had begun failing very quickly. And so she was very scared and she said, I don't want to end up like you. I, I don't want this to be my path. And I just felt very heartbroken. And I said, you know what, I have to help her. Um, so I began doing research and I found her a naturopathic doctor in her area. I had never researched a naturopathic doctor. I had never even thought about naturopathic medicine. I had saw that some of the wellness experts had adopted um, naturopathic medicine. So I said, you know what, I have to be brave and I, I have to take whatever next step is going to happen. And so my sister ended up seeing the naturopathic doctor a few weeks later, and her her inflammation markers went from obscenely high to normal within three weeks. And I couldn't believe it. I said, what's going on here? And at that point, I knew, I said, this is my next step. This mm-hmm. is... Um, this is my next miracle. I mean, I, every single day I'm a walking miracle, and this is the next step for me. And so I ended up making an appointment, and um, since I connected with my naturopathic doctor, I found that uh, I dropped an extra 40 pounds, which conclusively made it 120 pounds, and um, my metabolism sped up. Um, I have increased energy she measures things on a cellular level, um, and she really focuses holistically. So she'll ask me, well, did you have any dreams, and how do you feel? So it's not mm-hmm. just, here's a pill, a pill for this. Like, she looks at me holistically, and we discuss, and then we talk about it, and we do chelation as well with herbs and, and herbal drops, and it's been Adding her to my health team has been the best investment I ever made in myself. And even my liver specialist um, that I see who's not along the naturopathic path, he, um, he had said to me, he broke down how my liver is functioning at this point, and he said, here's essentially what's happening. Um, your liver is impaired, and your spleen is enlarged, it's a little enlarged, and so you have the backup that's happening in your spleen from the liver. And because of that backup, essentially you should be hospitalized right now and you should not be walking around. Most patients in this condition are not walking around because their um, organs are this impaired. Um, and then he said, I don't know how you're walking around at this point. And I just smiled at him and I said, well, you know, it's, it's my naturopathic doctor and my diet. Um, he's not a believer yet. Right. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yes. 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 But, you know, he can't deny that it has been working. So. Well, you know, that's why, you know, so many people refer to you as, you know, a visionary and a warrior. And it's, you know, I think that's, 
not even knowing your story when we kind of connected through Blab, through social media. You just have a way about you of uh, true essence and peace, but also about, you know, serving others. And so I think that's what's coming through now. I mean, I think what's so, so, I mean, here's all these challenges. I mean, as you're telling me about the SUV, I'm like, oh, my God, give her a break already. But <laughs> Uh, so many tragedies and so many challenges that you've had, and then with your sister and your mom, and but you, you know, you've always had the faith. You, you kind of go back to that, and as I kind of move into spirituality, and I know that's such a big, big part of your life. That even when he had his hands, his head in his hands, he, you had the faith. You had, you know, you had that faith that all will be well, that there'll be a lifeline, that something will come, that there will be a sign, mm-hmm. and you just kept taking those signs. So. It's phenomenal. Is your is your naturopath in the New York area? She's in the Connecticut area. Her name is okay. Dr. Ginger Nash. Okay. Um, yeah, because people are probably tri-state, so I know so many mm-hmm. listeners are on this on this um, you know looking for a particular you know particular doctors, and maybe uh, not that we want to ever throw away the the other you know the eastern the the western mm-hmm. side, but it would be great too. So. It'd be great to have her put in the chat. Yeah, there are many. um, You can find um, more than a few naturopathic doctors in the New York area, um, as well as in Connecticut. There is, um, there's always been a, it's a a licensing issue in the New York area because of the New York State Medical Board. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so while they are allowed to have their practice, um, insurance companies absolutely refuse to pay for anything, whereas in Connecticut, um, depending upon the insurance that you have, you may pay for, um, they may pay for the visit and you may pay for the prescriptions, and so it balances out that way. Oh, good. All right, so good for everybody to, to, to know that. Mm-hmm. And so as you as you kind of are, as you kind of move forward, how did, just, just kind of like, Stepping back a little bit, how did it come about to be in the media? I mean, beyond your social media and and blab, and I know you do so much on that. How did it come about to be an, to be in people, you know, People Magazine and Good Morning America? Did did someone come? Did someone ask of you? Did you reach out? You know, how did that come about? That is a very interesting story, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's interesting because. Um, I would say probably probably about two to three weeks beforehand, um, I had uh, made an agreement with a young woman who does periscopes. She does many periscopes on the energy of money. And so she was giving away um, one of the programs that she was doing, and it was based around um, money, what is it called? I don't want to get this absolutely wrong, but it was called Seven Ways to Fall in Love with Your Bank Account, and um, it was one of the programs that that she was doing. Her name is um, Simone C., and her site is Dynamic Living Online. And so she was doing, um, she she had us do these affirmations surrounding money and surrounding opportunity. And so I would recite these affirmations every single day because I had began this business. I I always had Door 24 Agency. It started out as public relations and event planning. I had done that for 17 years with nonprofits. 
Um, and so it was evolving into something more. And so I wanted to evolve with it, and I wanted it to make money. And so I had done these um, affirmations, and while I was in the middle, uh, probably about two weeks after beginning the affirmations, and I was saying them every single day, and I was believing them and putting all my energy into them and really just following um, the program that she had set. And I got, I got a message in my inbox on my fan page, and it was from one of the writers of People magazine. And it wow. said, um, yeah, so it's totally random. <laughs> well, it was, y- yes I had no, attracted right. it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I had it. Yes, I felt it was totally random, and now in hindsight, I say, "Wow, I completely attracted that um, that energy with what I was putting out." So she found me on a website uh, called BlackWeightLossSuccess.com. I had posted my weight loss story, my journey there, um, and so she left me a message and she said, "Hey, I'd love to um, I'd love to hear more of your story. Can you send me a blurb and can you send me some photos?" And I thought to myself, well, you know, I've been in PR for a few years, so I kind of knew how that went. And I said, okay, well, the good thing is I didn't have to pitch this. And so that made me very happy. So I thought it would be a nice little blurb with a nice little photo, and they would put it in, and then I could say, oh, yeah, you see my little photo and my little um, blurb? I was in People Magazine. And to me that was more than enough, and I was grateful for it. Um, and so I sent it out to her, and I didn't hear from her probably for another day or two. And then she responded, and she said, congratulations, you were chosen to be a part of People Magazine's annual house their size issue. And I thought to myself, well, what does that even mean? Right, and I had no right. clue. And then she said, well, we're going to send you more information. And I thought, well, when I get more information, um, it will provide more clarity. I tell you, I didn't have more clarity into what this whole shindig was going to be probably until a week before the shoot when they sent out the information, and I thought, wait a minute, this is going to be a lot bigger than I anticipated. Right, right. I think yeah. spirit was I think spirit was protecting you to just take it step by step because if we know, yeah. sometimes if we know so much, it's, it's, we move into that sense of fear. So spirit mm-hmm. was just giving you, like feeding you little baby, little baby spoons of what it would be, not realizing how big this has become. And, you know, as you look back now, obviously, and you have so much to look forward to and so many possibilities, I'm sure, is mm-hmm. truly what your life work is, is to be in service. And so that's what really, you know, I, I think is just so amazing because to pay it forward and to help others with what you've gone through and and direct them if, you know, direct them to where they need to be. And so, so currently now with all the media and as it sort of settles down or not, or it may even get, you know, even more, and I'm sure there's going to be more interviews and things like that. As people are coming to you and you're building your business, your is, is it, would you consider, is it like a wellness health coaching business? Yes. Or, okay. um, it's wellness, it's health coaching, and I do a uh, spiritual advisement as well. Great. I love that. I love that because it's every part of, you know, what we connect to, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of people, um, you know, they kind of disconnect different parts like, okay, I need to lose weight or I need to meditate, but they don't put them together or, you know, there's, so I love, and I'm, I'm very similar to you. I, as an intuitive like you and healer, health coach, you know, yoga, I happen to teach yoga as well. 
it's it's all that. It's all part of the wellness. We can't just separate one part of us. We can't just, you know, work on our arm and not work on, you know, the other arm. And mm-hmm. so I love that it's all a piece of really building all of that together. And so I guess when people come to you or depending on what their health goals are, you are able to help them and put them in the right direction with healthy eating and also spiritual I would I would assume, you know, uh help. Yes. I what I what I tend to say and what I tend to actually learn and realize when it comes to myself and when it comes to other people is that I find that when people are really have when they have veered off of their path um spiritually, um, they tend to have all this anxiety because they have this emptiness, this void, this confusion. And so they put that anxiety and they put those fears into certain places. Some people focus that on drugs. Some people focus that on food. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I noticed that the people that put it all into food, um, what I try to do is help them from a soul level to get back on track and to say, hey, what's going on? I see and I'm hearing that you are on this path. Um, how do you feel about that? Um, and then usually they'll, they'll tell me some more things. Um, if any medium work ends up coming in, sometimes, you know, it can, I, I never know what's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. But ultimately I, I try to pull out whatever it is that I'm shown or whatever it is that I hear to get them back on track on the soul level. And then from there, it's a lot easier to get them back on track um, when it comes to the remainder of their health. So I really try to focus holistically, mind, body, spirit, so spiritual health as well as physical health. Right, which is which is so phenomenal because we need that part of the spirit to really, you know, I think sometimes what happens with people uh, when their health is really taken a downturn or it's been um, neglected for many different reasons, is that we lose that sense of us. We use we lose that sense of us thriving. You know, we're kind of like yeah. we're just making it through the day. We're just you know, and there's so many factors that come into play. You know, we have so many things going on in our life, and and life isn't easy. And so there's stress and you know, finances and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so when we can start to slow down that cyclone and really connect to our soul, to our purpose, to our center, then we can really see and have somebody guide us, you know, almost like a guide, mm-hmm. you know, to say, okay, let's, let's, if, you know, I always say, you know, you know, briefly, I know that um, when I work with my health coach clients, I'll say to them, if you had a magic wand, where do you see yourself? you know, optimal health. And, you know, sometimes it's it's like I want to be able to play with my grandchildren. Um, I, you know, so, so many people aren't living the life. It's not about getting in the bikini, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, for some people it is. But for some people it's, you know, really being able to, to walk without limping, to, to um, get healthy again and to lose the weight so that they can have a knee replacement and they're because their knees are so are suffering or they're on four medications and to get off the medication they're they they get to a i think people get to a point and I kind of want to ask you about this too um how you've seen this is 
I kind of feel like people need to get to desperation. People need, Mm -hmm. I I think for people to make a change in every part of their life, but as we talk about, you know, weight and feeling good and health, it's almost unfortunate, but it's to get to desperation, then they can make that change. Do you see that a lot? Because I see that so often. Yes. Um, I usually tell people that, I had to get to desperate um, mm-hmm. in order to make a change because I had so many doctors and, and a few people say, hey, you have to change your diet, but they could never tell me what that looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no clue what to do. I had no clue what type of action to take. Um, but once I got to desperate, I had no choice but to figure out what that was going to look like. So, yes, I completely agree. I I watched this scope one time um, from a life coach, and she made a statement in which some of her um, followers had echoed, and they said, um, living in survival mode is low-level living. Mm. And I thought to myself, and and being in a desperate place is low-level living. And I thought to myself, well, why would that be low-level living? Um, I think I rise to my best and I am my best when I get to that desperate place because it really brings out who I truly am. It's like my spirit opens up and can take center stage at that point rather than my ego and my fears and and all of these things that tend to block me on a day-to-day that I'm constantly trying to maneuver out of the way. But when I'm at a survival place and a desperate place, it's like my spirit takes center stage and just really revs up and says, this is my life. This right. is my life. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing. And I love, I don't know, I'm sure you've heard it before too, it's, you know, the, the quote like, do you want to survive or do you want to thrive? Right? Mm-hmm. Because we can, you know, we obviously want to survive, but we want to thrive in it. We want to, we want to, mm-hmm. we want to take it all in, right? We want to, we want to have all these possibilities and enjoy life to the fullest. And and for a lot of people, even if they, you know, just the average, you know, we we talk so much about. I mean, the average American is overweight. We have an obesity issue. We have a diabetic issue. We have a food mm-hmm. issue. I mean, we could go on and on. Um, and so many people are just surviving, getting through each day, hardly surviving. Mm-hmm. And food, and they, what because of their health, and what's, it's, I'm, I'm not blaming anybody particularly, just situations mm-hmm. and circumstances that then they feel out of control. That you know there is no, there is no chance, there is no hope, and they've kind of given up on thriving. They've given up that they can mm-hmm. live. A better life and they can thrive and um, you know a little bit about me and, and just for the listeners to know what my I, I'm a health coach with take shape for life Angela did not do this program at all however the program that we do is not that I do that I'm that I lost 27 pounds on and have kept it off mm-hmm. is really more of a program so although our program is um, a structured eating plan and weight loss component the part mm-hmm. that really has created and helped for me to maintain and keep it off is the healthy habits. We talk mm-hmm. about healthy habits and, you know, mind, body, spirit, working into optimal health. And so even though we've done different so-called programs, you've done your own and what's helped you and what's helped me, you know, but it's all about creating that whole trilogy of health. You know, it's not just mm-hmm. about 
a diet or just about the food or just about, you know what I mean? It's, it has to really take yeah. all of it in, you know, kind of what you said, we have to immerse mm. ourselves in health. You know, mm. I remember when I, you know, when I really, you know, felt like desperate, I immersed myself. I, I read books and I was trying to, I, I, I'm always trying to, you know, you know, work on my habits and, you know, I'm actually reading the book right now, um, the power of habit. It's not a new book. Mm. Um, but I love that book and just kind of working with meditation and energy and, you know, it's, it's all of that. If we just take one piece again, it's just, it's really hard. It's really challenging. I'm going to, we have, we're, we're, we're going to quickly run out of time. So I don't want to do that. Let me just see. So there are a whole bunch of people on my switchboard. Um, if you have any questions, please hit the number one. I believe it's pound one or one. Uh, if you have any questions for Angela. Let me just go to my chat room, too. Sometimes people are just hanging out. Okay. All right. So the last four digits, 8652. Let me get you on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, Angela. How are you? Hi. Uh, thank you for doing this chat show. It really um inspired me to make some healthy life changes in my life also. That's beautiful. What's Thank your you. name? Uh, my name is Lovey. Lovey Hey <laughs> Um, I have a question. I wanted to know, um, doing your weight loss, did you drink like any protein shakes? Because I was like looking into information about protein shakes and I wasn't quite really sure which one is, like, the right one. Well, I really love vegan protein shakes. Um, I'm not a dairy girl at all. Um, I don't drink milk. And uh, during my journey, I completely cut out dairy um, because it contributed to a lot of inflammation in my body. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm such a big fan of vegan protein shakes. Um, because within your within greens you can get protein as well. There are many great brands out there. There's um, I started with the Vega brand V E G A, um, uh-huh. and so I began with that. Um, I didn't have it too often. Usually right after a workout, and uh-huh. um, because usually when you work out you're tearing the muscles. So with the protein you want to build it back up again. Yeah. Um, so I utilize that. And then I moved on to Garden of Life Raw, which is one of my favorite brands now. Um, they use a lot of raw and organic greens as well as grains, and, and I love it a lot. Um, I really think protein powders are, like I said, very good for mm-hmm. when you are um, on, like, a fitness track right after you have worked out, um, but it will bulk you up. So. Oh. I would say, like, if you're looking to build muscle, mm-hmm. um, they also have meal replacement. So oh, if you, okay. yes, they also have a, a raw meal replacement so that if you decide that you want to replace one of your meals with a smoothie, they also have um, a, a protein powder for that as well. So that, that definitely helps with weight loss. Oh, so I think I'll try that then because I'm... <laughs> going to do the um the master cleanse like real soon like mm-hmm. next week i'm gonna start it and i was looking like for good like protein shakes to you know help me through the process of mm-hmm. doing master cleanse so i'll i'll definitely look into that 
one of the things that I one of the things I found while doing all of the research that I did was it is super important to be absolutely gentle with your body um, because you've run your body on a journey for so long to mm-hmm. be shaped and molded a certain way that you want to ease into it and okay. ease into cleansing your body. And I always say just add more veggies, whether you okay. juice them, you blend them, you steam them, you saute them. Keep adding more veggies into every single meal. If you mess up at breakfast, don't discount the entire day. Pick it up again at lunch. If you mess up at lunch, pick it up again at dinner and constantly try to commit to yourself and recommit to yourself um, with each meal. Okay. Well, I'll definitely try to take your advice on that. Okie dokie. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Where are you calling in from? What area are you calling in from? Um, Bronx, New York. Oh, great. Okay, we're fellow New Yorker. Great to have you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Okay, Okay, girl. Bye. Bye. (laughs) So great. So that kind of of brought me up to a question because as she was talking and I was thinking, it's like when you have, and I always find this frustrating, so but you just so much want to help people. Um, mm-hmm. If you're working with someone that's working with uh, losing weight on a weight loss journey and they're struggling so much, how what how what do you feel? I mean, it's so hard. Like a lot of times we'll talk about what's your why, go back to your why, you know, what, start, what mm-hmm. started. But what? how does that help? You? Like how have you been able to work with them and do you see most of your clients or are a lot of them virtual or a lot of them not close by? No, uh, face-to-face has definitely been okay. primary. Um, you know, like if they've, say, fallen off the track, like say they were doing great and they were really on their health path and they lost, they were on their, their health journey, they lost some weight and their, things were going good and then they just had a slump. And so what what – because I, I find sometimes I had – this like over the holidays, perfect example. Mm-hmm. I had so many people that just couldn't seem to get out of that brain chatter, you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. it's this, it's that, or, you know, I, I can't, you know, I can't, it was about committing, you know, kind of like if you just, if you just kind of recommit, but I, but where do you think that comes from? I think it's like an intri- you have to, you need support, which is great because I think mm-hmm. you supporting them and holding their hand and being accountable has been a big a big mm-hmm. thing for me. So I'm sure you feel the same way. But have you found that like have you found the holidays some people that are just like uh and then you know and then you have to they just kind of want to reboot or restart or recommit. Mhm. Well, you know. I think everyone has that challenge. I mean, mm-hmm. I have that challenge. Um, my falling off is going to be different from your falling off. That's going to be different from someone else's falling off. My right. version of falling off was, you know, my great aunt made a cheese pie that she makes every year. And even though I know dairy really irritates my stomach and causes inflammation, I had to have like four slices of that cheese pie. I didn't have it all at once but I had it over the course of a couple days. And um, 
I didn't beat myself up about it while I was having it. I was like, this is good. And, Angela, you're not going to beat yourself up about it. You're going to get a stomach ache, but you absolutely want it. So you know what? Go have right. it. Otherwise, you're going to end up eating a whole bunch of other things, yeah. trying not to give in to that craving. So I didn't beat myself up about it. But I did, um, I did take a mental note, and I did say, you know, you're going to want it later. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know you can't have it later. This is this is your life. This is your new lifestyle. Um, you don't want to have to fall down the mountain so far that it's going to feel like you're climbing Mount Everest again. Right. And even if I get to that point, um, I'm going to continue to recommit to myself because this is my life, and I just want to be happy. And in this way, I am happy. I, I can taste food for the first time in life. I I am more happy with food um, along the journey that I have walked on than I have ever been in my entire life. I can taste food. That is such a big factor for me because I've always been a huge foodie, even long before it was trendy to be a foodie. Right, and right. taste has always been important. So, yes, I mean, committing, recommitting, um, holidays come, that's going to happen. Don't beat yourself up about it. Another thing that I told a friend was that she had lost some weight as well. And whenever people would post pictures or she would see pictures of her former self mm. at such a big weight, she would say, oh, I don't know why I got to see these pictures or I hate seeing these pictures. And I thought, are you serious? I'm I'm all about this girl right here. She was 245 pounds, but I'm I'm rocking with her because if yeah. it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be where I am today. She was she was a G. She was the one that was strong for me. I'm here today and I'm feeling good today and I'm talking to everybody today and I'm able to stand in Good Morning America. I'm able to stand in People Magazine because she had the guts, she had fortitude, and because she really wanted to change her life. So I am her biggest fan. I'm not ashamed of her. I love her to death, and I'm going to do everything possible to continue to make her proud because when I could not even walk half a block without breaking out into an asthma attack, she had my back. And then the next day she got up again and she walked a full block until she just kept going and going and going. So I will never be ashamed of her. I will oh, I will post her up. She's my inspiration. I, I'm not ashamed of her. And, and I will utilize her on a daily basis to continue to inspire myself and to inspire other people. Yeah, absolutely. That is amen. That is, that is, that's great. I, I, it is so true. It's so true because we can only, we can almost use that, uh, persona as and it was you but like the mm-hmm. warrior goddess that really helped mm-hmm. you and so to really honor that and you know I love what you said too that you know when you say oh I can't have um, you know I can't have this I can't have that and that's true but I say a lot of times and I even myself like there's always a choice right I can mm-hmm. choose to have the cheese pie and for me it's just cheese in general like cheese and cheese and cheese and cheese mm-hmm. I love cheese Um and and I don't have a dairy issue, so but it's still not the best for me. So I you know over I would overdo the cheese, but I always say it's not that you can't have this food or not have that food, but you choose not to have it right now, and that's mm-hmm. so empowering. Like I just choose not to have it right now. That doesn't mean you're never mm-hmm. gonna have the 
whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. But when you can put that choice and say, I'm not going to beat myself up, I choose not to have it now, or I do choose to have it now, you know, within hopefully moderation, right? Because if you, Mm -hmm. you know, there's always those two ends of the line. But I think also just as as the habits are being created, as we keep creating those habits, as we keep creating those habits, it's like, it's like, the the brain waves start to cre- be created and the new habit begins and the new habit begins you know instead of you waking up and going for the muffin or the croissants mm-hmm. you're going for the green juice and then you keep going mm-hmm. for that green juice and over time it becomes part of your breakfast and now all of a sudden it's your habit and so exactly it's so amazing and it keeps telling people just Stay with it. Just stick with it. Create those habits. Create those habits. You know, um, you know. Don't don't go into hunger. Eat every three hours. Fuel your mm-hmm. body. Fuel your body six times. Drink your water. You know, and sometimes you know they're not drinking enough water and they think they're hungry but they're thirsty. So, mm-hmm. but immerse yourself in health. I mean, I think that's um, that's been the most beautiful message from you is immerse yourself in health. You know, pay it forward. Uh, you know. And and to really as as you are always in in that in touch with health and you help others, helping them spiritually, working with them, you know, healing energy and intuitive, you know, from different realms to help them to really connect to mm-hmm. what's what's missing and what can we do. And I love that. I really do. Um mm-hmm. I want before we sign off, we have six minutes. I cannot believe it's gone this fast. But can you just share everybody any social media links that you would like to that are public that you're you're okay sharing, and your website? And I'm going to put it in the chat as you talk. Okay, um, my website is www.door the numbers twenty four dot com. That's door twenty four agency, and my Facebook fan page is facebook.com backslash the citrus life um and that is probably one of the best places to um reach me um because i'm always on facebook i am also on twitter under my name angela l montañez i'm on periscope at the citrus life i try to keep everything um very um consistent that's Um, very good yes Thing at one point was the citrus life, but I think I got tired of people calling me the citrus life because essentially it just began as a blog where people can follow along with my journey. Um, and I, I wanted them to begin calling me by name, but I right. wasn't able to change it on Periscope as of yet. So Periscope is um, one of the places that it's at the citrus life. Um, Twitter is Angela L. Montañez. And um, Blab is also Angela El Montañez. I'm a big blabber, which is where Tina and I connected. Yay! Um, what else am I missing? I love social media. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? The other day, I just, I'm so unfamiliar with, is it Catch? Catch? Yes, what is Catch. It, yeah, Catch is part of, is it part of Periscope? Because I... I wasn't even familiar with that one. It's so funny. I just I used to do Periscope, and now I've done more Blab. So, mm-hmm. is Catch part of Periscope, or is that the recording end of it? Or it's completely I believe different? it's the I believe it's the recording end of it because it catches okay. all of your videos from Periscope and Meerkat. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Now, before you go, I always ask every guest, and I, you, I know I didn't prep you for this, um, but I'm sure it's not going to be a big deal. If you can share with the listeners. 
a intuitive insight, and it does not have to be about health or it could, but just an intuitive insight in your life. Intuitive insight. I think this is perfect. Mm-hmm. Let me see where my book is because, okay, there it is. Boom. I don't even need my book. <laughs> it just came to me. I have done um, two periscopes on this over the past two days. And one of the I didn't even know that. that <laughs> yes, one of the insights that actually came up while I was meditating and channeling um, for 2016 was do what the seeding you is planted to do. And that's super important. So many people say, I don't know what my direction is. Um, I don't know um, what I'm supposed to do with my life. And the orange seed doesn't have to ask the tomato seed how to be the orange. It just becomes. And so my message and my hope and my faith for everyone is to just become, um, just like the caterpillar becomes the butterfly. It changes its environment. It goes from crawling to walking. Um, it just becomes. And it doesn't have to ask the ant or or. The, the ladybug, how to be. So do what the seed in you is planted to do um, because nobody else is really going to be able to tell you who you are. People can help guide you on your journey, um, but there is a greatness inside of you and there is a seed that is planted within you, and, um, and so you must grow and do oh. what you are planted to do. So beautiful. So, so beautiful and so befitting. Well, I cannot thank you enough for being a guest. I'm sure all the listeners are just going to, you know, really take this all in. And our hour went so fast. Um, So we will, this is going to go into recording. So I I appreciate everybody listening live and then, of course, on the recording. And uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been such a pleasure. And you are truly a visionary goddess warrior. Um, and I look forward to seeing your light shine more and more and serve others and to be uh, to call you friends and to just connect with you Aww. more and more on social media. Yeah, I really do. I just so wish you much. all the best, all good things to you in this new year. And um, many blessings to you. Thank you so much for sharing your words of wisdom and your journey and your challenges with everyone. So it's so wonderful. Yes, thank you so much for having me on, for inviting me, um, and for just, you know, connecting with me. it's It's been so amazing. I love catching you on Blab. Oh, great. Thank you. I know. So I, I'm enjoying that, too. I'm getting more, I'm getting a little bit better on Blab. I think uh, it takes me time, but but I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. Well, thank you, Angela, and thank you for everybody listening. Uh, you have a fantastic, amazing day, and um, blessings, everyone. Be well. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for a most amazing show, and may many blessings come your way and many possibilities.
get into it.